Faith, Hope and Love, episode 312, the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. Love, gentleness and dignity are at the heart of everything our Lord did and taught. The miracle with the loaves and the fishes is amazing enough, but how he distributes the miraculous loaves and fishes is also profoundly important. Our Lord could have had this huge and plentiful supply given out by saying, okay, everyone, line up and we'll hand this out. That's to say our Lord could have insisted on handing out the bread and fish like the recipients were just beggars, just receiving charity, people merely grabbing and clutching at the food. But no, our Lord respects each person's dignity. He asks that everyone sits down in groups, in little community groups. The food is brought to the people and they eat it as equals and with dignity. So truly a second miracle has occurred, an equally needed miracle. Yes, we have people who are in physical need, but we also have people in our society who are crying out for a sense of dignity, for equality, who don't want to be treated just like a number. We have people still who cry out for human and respectful interactions and an experience of real and nurturing community. Our Lord gives us both nourishment and dignity and asks us to do the same. This is Faith, Hope and Love. God is in his holy place, God who unites those who dwell in his house. He himself gives might and strength to his people. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, and may our Lord's generosity inspire us all. Welcome as we gather to pray, listen and reflect upon God, God's word and God's sacrament, and to assist in the bringing forth of God's kingdom in everything we do. Coming together as God's family, let's call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you healed the sick. Lord, have mercy. You forgave sinners. Christ, have mercy. You give us yourself to heal us and bring us strength. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of 
Let us pray that we will keep our eyes on things that last. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us and grant that with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Second Book of Kings A man came bringing food from the first fruits to Elijah, the man of God, twenty loaves of barley and fresh ears of grain in his sack. Elijah said, Give it to the people and let them eat. But his servant said, How can I set this before a hundred people? So Elijah repeated, Give it to the people and let them eat. For thus says the Lord, They shall eat and have some left. The servant set it before them. They ate and had some left, according to the word of the Lord. The Word of the Lord. The hand of the Lord feeds us. He answers all our needs. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessing. They speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God. The eyes of all creatures look to you, and you give them their food in due time. You open wide your hand, grant the desires of all who live. You are just in all your ways, and loving in all your deeds. You are close to all who call you, who call on you from their hearts. The hand of the Lord feeds us. He answers all our needs. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, I, the prisoner in the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, 
one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. A great prophet has appeared among us. God has visited his people. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to Jesus, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about five thousand in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, Gather up the fragments left over, so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, This is indeed the prophet who was to come into the world. When Jesus realised that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. The Gospel of the Lord This weekend's first reading and gospel are closely connected. They speak of God's compassionate feeding of the people in their time of need. It's also a reminder of God's desire for us to offer our gifts, our resources and talents to others for the good of all. We offer these gifts to God through our care for each other. The gifts we have, we're given to share. We're very mindful of the many areas in the world where there are huge numbers of people who don't even have enough of the basics of life. Food, water, shelter, health care, education, safety or even freedom. We're inspired to work to help those people through the caring help of missionaries and charitable groups who meet those essential needs. And the ideal is those groups who follow the example of Christ and meet people on the ground in their own situations. 
In the Gospel, it's been noted that our Lord is very careful to make it clear that his actions in feeding the crowd are not meant to be any kind of show of power or wonder. These acts were not intended to win him popularity. In fact, our Lord shuns popularity and swiftly leaves the scene after this extraordinary event in order to prevent the popular enthusiasm of the crowd from rising up and to avoid the unsavoury situation of people trying to make him an earthly king. That's not what he wanted. Our Lord's actions are motivated only by compassion and for concern for the real needs of his people, real practical needs. And he calls on his disciples, that's us too, to do everything we can to use our resources that we have available to be real food for the hungry and help for those most in need. It's so reassuring to remember that God is the one who gives us what we need in due season. God has our concerns in his heart. It's God who works to give us what we need and he calls upon others to assist in the meeting of real human needs of others. When we're tempted to lose hope or to question, then the words of the scriptures remind us that God is completely faithful and desires that we are fed. God is generous, but God does not want us to waste this generosity, even a crumb of the graces and blessings he gives us. We should use them for the benefit of others. Our Lord calls us to give and keep giving without counting the cost, without the expectation of return. Our Lord promises to transform this heartfelt but humble offering of ours into many things of rich grace. There's a beautiful reflection attributed to St. Teresa of Kolkata, which I think was actually written by a man named Kent M. Keith and published in a 1968 college pamphlet. However, a copy of this reflection was kept on the wall in Mother Teresa's children's home. It goes like this. People are often unreasonable, irrational and self-centred. Forgive them anyway. If you're kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you're honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others may destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have, and it may never be enough. Give your best anyway. End quote. The gospel does not make judgment or self-justification into the common bond between us, but rather God makes love and goodwill, generosity of spirit, as the true bond that unites us all. We love our neighbour precisely because God's presence is in everyone around us, whether the others recognise it in return or whether or not they recognise the beauty of God's indwelling spirit in themselves or in their own actions. The second reading has St. Paul imploring us, pleading with us, live a life worthy of your vocation in humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another through love. I think it's fair to say that St. Paul would not have had to need to plead with us to bear with each other if it was already an easy thing to do. It's not easy to follow the way of our Lord. It doesn't always come naturally to bear with one another in patience and love, even if it's what we're made for and destined for, because 
We are called to live in communion with God and allow God to transform our humanity into the shining image of God's divine life and values. And that's something divine that comes from God's grace. Love, gentleness and dignity are at the heart of everything our Lord does. Our Lord respects each and every person's dignity. And that's shown in the miracle of the loaves and fishes too. He asks that everyone sits down in groups, in little communities. The food is brought to the people and they eat it as equals, with great dignity. It's not just handed out as if the recipients were mere beggars. No one wants to be treated just like a number. Many people are crying out for human and respectful interactions and experiences of real and nurturing community. Our Lord gives us both nourishment and dignity. Jesus never stops at half measures. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We now move to time of prayer, and we particularly at this time keep all those affected in any way by the COVID pandemic for recovery, for healing and strength. God hears the needs of his people and is concerned to nourish us with food that will give us life and energy. Let's pray discerningly for the needs of our community. That all members of the church may continue to find nourishment in Christ and each other. Let us pray to the Lord that the countries of our world may justly use their resources to feed their people. Let us pray to the Lord. That all people may be tolerant of different cultures, faiths and traditions. Let us pray to the Lord that we may always be thankful for God's plentiful gifts. Let us pray to the Lord that those who have died may enter into the banquet of life promised at baptism. 
especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. Generous God, we look faithfully to you who feed us with the finest bread. Nourish us with your word and give answer to the prayers we make through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the offerings which we bring from the abundance of your gifts, that through the powerful working of your grace, these most sacred mysteries may sanctify our present way of life and lead us to eternal gladness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right to give you thanks, truly just to give you glory, Father most holy, for you are the one God living and true, existing before all ages and abiding for all eternity, dwelling in unapproachable light. Yet you who alone are good, the source of life, have made all that is, so that you might fill your creatures with blessings and bring joy to many of them by the glory of your light. And so in your presence are countless hosts of angels who serve you day and night, and gazing upon the glory of your face, glorify you without ceasing. With them too we confess your name in exultation, giving voice to every creature under heaven, as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. We give you praise, Father most holy, for you are great and you have fashioned all your works in wisdom and in love. You formed man in your own image and entrusted the whole world to his care, so that in serving you alone, the Creator, he might have dominion over all creatures, and when through disobedience he had lost your friendship, you did not abandon him to the domain of death, for you came in mercy to the aid of all so that those who seek might find you. Time and again you offered them covenants, and through the prophets taught them to look forward to salvation. You so loved the world, Father Most Holy, that in the fullness of time 
you sent your only begotten Son to be our Saviour. Made incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, he shared our human nature in all things but sin. To the poor he proclaimed the good news of salvation, to prisoners freedom, and to the sorrowful of heart joy. To accomplish your plan he gave himself up to death, and rising from the dead he destroyed death and restored life. And that we might live no longer for ourselves but for him who died and rose again for us, he sent the Holy Spirit from you, Father, as the firstfruits for those who believe, so that bringing to perfection his work in the world, he might sanctify creation to the full. Therefore, O Lord, we pray, may this same Holy Spirit graciously sanctify these offerings, that they may become the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, for the celebration of this great mystery, which he himself left us as an eternal covenant. For when the hour had come, for him to be glorified by you, Father Most Holy, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And while they were at supper, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, taking the chalice filled with the fruit of the vine, he gave thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we now celebrate the memorial of our redemption, we remember Christ's death and his descent to the realm of the dead. We proclaim his resurrection and his ascension to your right hand. And, as we await his coming in glory, we offer you his body and blood, the sacrifice acceptable to you, which brings salvation to the whole world. Look, O Lord, upon the sacrifice which you yourself have provided for your church, and grant in your loving kindness to all who partake of this one bread and one chalice, that, gathered into one body by the Holy Spirit, they may truly become a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your glory. Therefore, Lord, remember now all for whom we offer this sacrifice especially your servant, Francis, our Pope, Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and the whole order of bishops, all the clergy, those who take part in this offering, those gathered here before you, your entire people, and all who seek you with a sincere heart. 
Remember also those who have died in the peace of your Christ, and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. To all of us, your children, grant, O merciful Father, that we may enter into a heavenly inheritance with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, and with your apostles and saints in your kingdom. There, with the whole of creation, freed from the corruption of sin and death, may we glorify you through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil, Keep me always faithful to your commandments, and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and never forget all his benefits. 
A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. We have consumed, O Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son. Grant, we pray, that this gift which he himself gave us with love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us in this time of prayer and reflection and participation spiritually in the sacraments. 
The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal 3rd Edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2021. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on the name of the three in one. Today I